Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. Hopefully this is the last time you'll hear this ad. Because with Chime checking account features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at Chime.com slash Goals24. That's Chime.com slash Goals24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash Disclosures for details. Get it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Market Mondays. Let's do it. Another glorious Let's get Monday. it. Got the feedback. Uh, yeah. Let's get it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Market Mondays. Let's do it. Another glory. All right. Let's do it. Um, all right, guys. This is it. Legendary, legendary moments, as always. Um, we're going to have a very, very, very special episode today. Get Ian in here and then uh, get the good brother Hill Harper in here as well. Um, so, yeah, shout out to everybody that this might be your first time checking out Market Mondays and shout out to all of the 
dedicated Market Monday supporters who's in here every week with us. Uh, we appreciate and love you all the same. So, uh, yeah, okay, I see Hill is in here early. Shout out to Hill Harbor. What's up, what's on, bro? What's up, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, 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 good. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, um, I can't see you, though. You got your camera on? Hello? There we go. Oh, you good. There you, there you have it. Hey. You have it. What's up, brother? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. How's New York? How's New York? Oh, New York is New York, man. You know, it's no, it's no place like New York, especially in the summertime. Yes, yes. Where, where are you at right now? Man, I'm in Seattle. I'm in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, you know, I'm working out in the Pacific Northwest out here in British Columbia and in, in Seattle. So and it's good, but it's good. You know, Seattle's a tech hub. A lot of great tech people. Um, my CTO is here in Seattle, a great brother, and um, and then a lot of other folks. So the the whole a lot of the Black Wall Street crew is is uh, all brothers and sisters based out of Seattle, which is nice. Shout out to Seattle, man. I gotta make my way back up there. I've been up there one time in life, but uh, I got some good friends out there. Shout out to my man Mike Knight, a few other good people out there. So Seattle, the, the what do they call that again? The um the city, the rainy city. <laughs> It, it, it's rainy, man, but the way the weather's changing these days, you know, it seems like uh, everything around the world is about to be on fire. So maybe Seattle's got it right. You know, it's 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 called the evergreen state because it's rained so much. Everything's green. But that's not true right now, man. It's hot and, and everything's turning turning brown. So I have a feeling they're going to have a lot more fires coming. Beautiful artwork, too, in the background. Thank you. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Ian, good doctor coming back soon. Good doctor's coming back September 27th, man. My first day on sets tomorrow. Uh, that's why I'm out here. So it's 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 good. It's good, Try, man. Trying to work on my little industry segue. So I love the show too. So thank you. Bro. I appreciate thank you. Shaw, how you feeling, brother? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. Today you're gonna turn to guru. <laughs> Tech guru today. <laughs> I like yeah, that. Hat. I like that hat. It's like floral, floral. Yeah, just trying to mix it up a little bit. Okay. I gotta wait till okay. I get a haircut on the 27th, you know, and then you know, gotta say the suits for Invest Fest. So yeah, just switch it up a little bit. Yeah, hoodie uh, mellow. Okay, the Emerald City, that's what they call it, the Emerald City. Um, so yeah, shout out to everybody. If you notice that it looks a little different today, that is because for the first time in Market Monday history, my co-host Troy will not be joining us. Um, has some family uh issue that he had to attend to. So you know, the show must go on, but uh, shout out to Troy. He's here in spirit. And um, it's just like a basketball team. When one person is down, the other, the other players on the team has to step up. So, um, yeah, shout out to Troy. I'm sure he'll be back next week. The band is not breaking up. Don't worry. We're not pulling it up. Oh, that, yeah, that's going to be the rumor tomorrow. <laughs> they fell out. The showers are dykeman. I didn't see Troy out there. It's over with. Nah. Like, like, I knew I didn't see him hanging out I with did. Troy lately. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. It's not the Beatles. It's not the Beatles. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the Beatles. It's not 112. It's not none of that. <laughs> <laughs> Diplomats. Shout out to Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. None of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, we, we staying together, man. So, yes, this is going to be legendary episode. So, I'll give the backstory for this. So, Hill Harper, good, good brother. Um, this is actually his second appearance on Market Monday. If you didn't watch the first appearance, we, on the 100th year anniversary of the massacre at uh, Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we had the privilege 
to go to um, Tulsa, Oklahoma, because we were invited to by Hill Harper, and uh, we did a live podcast uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So that was crazy for a variety of different reasons. A, I mean, it was the 100th year anniversary, literally on the day, almost to the hour. And um, it was a live podcast. Uh, Hill Harper joined us. We had a live studio audience. So it, it was amazing. Um, we had a little technical difficulties. Uh, you know, technical stuff always happens, especially during a live podcast. So I wanted to, to run it back with him um, for a while. And it just so happened that now is a perfect time for a variety of different reasons. I think he has some updates to his app, but also he's going to be at InvestFest as well. So we just, we spoke um, last week and um, just thought it would be a great idea for him to come back and to talk about cryptocurrency, to talk about wealth building and to talk about his platform, which is called mm -hmm. Black Wall Street, um, which is a crypto wallet, the first ever black owned crypto wallet in North America, I believe. So, um, yeah, and Hill Harper, uh, very accomplished. You probably know him from acting, um, but he's more than that. He is a very smart man. He's an entrepreneur. He's an investor. He's a philanthropist. And um, most importantly, he's a great father, family man. So Hill it is an honor, my brother. And he's very, very- yeah, um, Super gracious. Yeah, yeah he's, he's very, very humble. Very, exactly. Very down to earth, very humble. So, um, you know, I always like to work with people that you don't have to go through 10 different assistants to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> so um thank you thank you for joining us again brother i appreciate it oh man it's great to be on it's great to be with you brothers um i love the fact that you are educating us and building community man that's where we're at we 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 have to do it and we have to do it for us and it has to be by us and and so uh i just you know i support you all down the line no matter what and so uh absolutely thank you thank you all right so before we start let's Let's get this out the way. Troy usually does this, but um, like I said, I'm, I'm pitch hitting for Troy. So we have to uh, give an acknowledgement to our sponsor. Um, so this episode of Market Mondays is brought to you by Ally Financial. Ally is an option if you are looking to bank or invest. Ally Financial is a leading digital finance services company with passionate customer service and innovative financial solutions. They are relentlessly focused on doing it right and bringing trusted financial services provided to both customers and communities. Get with Ally to make the most of your money. You can save, invest, spend, and the, on the things that matter most to you. How did how did I do that read? Oh, I got a did great. Korean. That was good, man. That was good. <laughs> I just well, maybe the next time just put it up on your screen so we you know the people can see the face. Okay, That's okay, the, okay. You know what I'm saying I, I got to work on the teleprompter situation. <laughs> yeah. Kudos to Ally. Crazy thing, the stock too went from. $12 last year to 56 this year. So on investment side, it's a great tool. So yeah. 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 And, and now the disclaimer, um, do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It is very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon, whether for purposes of making an investment decision or otherwise. Yes, please do your own research, ladies and gentlemen. So 
after this, I will be headed to Hollywood to, you know, do some reads and hopefully end up in a good doctor. You know, I don't know, man. <laughs> hey, you, you don't want you don't want to be a patient on the good doctor, man. It, it, it doesn't usually end well. It doesn't usually end well. So this week, before we start this week, we have a dope episode of uh, Earn Your Leisure tomorrow, Eastside Golf. So you would appreciate these, these brothers. They have a golf company. They're from Atlanta. Well, one is from Atlanta and one is from Delaware. And they started a golf apparel company. And um, they teamed up with Jordan brand. So they released a limited um, Michael Jordan. So the Jordan 4s, um, they, they, they made them into, into golf cleats. That's and smart. it's interesting because now that, you know, golf for a long time, you know, it's very conservative. It's mostly all white. So they're bringing a flavor to it. So they got a logo with a, a black man swinging the golf club. Like he's swinging it one way and then the chain is flying the other way. So their whole thing is like to kind of, you know, bring the culture in golf and Michael Jordan partnered with them. So um, we get a chance to highlight them and tell their story. It's really, really uh, dope from a variety of different standpoints. So guys, check that out tomorrow. And then I'm doing my financial planning call for Saturday for EYL University. So, all right. Um, we got that out the way. Ian, do you have any announcements before we get to the show? No, let's get right to it. We got the great brother here. So I've been a fan since he was in Skulls in 2000. I told him in person. Um, love the good doctor. So let's get right to it. All right, let's do it. So, all right. So let's talk about crypto. I want to, I want to talk about a variety of different topics, but we're starting with crypto because I know you're a crypto enthusiast. So I don't know if you guys um, saw this, but today Microsoft uh, announced that they're looking to use Ethereum's blockchain to fight uh, piracy. So um, Ethereum is, is one of these coins that I, I was always very bullish on um, for a very long period of time. And I said it before that I think that it's probably the most important crypto. Bitcoin is the biggest crypto in the household name, but I think Ethereum is the most important crypto. So Ian and, and Hill, um, does this news mean anything to the crypto space? Does it give it a little bit more uh, legitimacy? How, how do you feel about this? You know, I, I think it's important news. I think you combine that news with the fact that that Coinbase announced that that uh, Ethereum trading volume was higher than Bitcoin's in Q2. Um, obviously, that's big. That's big news when you're talking about trading volume. Um, so, so you know, we can get into uh, what I believe about the the the, the different value propositions um, of. The, the two the, between Ethereum and Bitcoin, but but ultimately they're both important and they're both important for different reasons and different ways and different use cases. Um, but, you know, there there's still some fundamentals you need to need to understand as you go on the journey. There's a reason why we don't offer Ethereum yet on our wallet and exchange. We don't offer it yet. We will at some point. We don't offer it yet. We could, but we don't. And, and, and we can get into why that is. But Ethereum is very important and it's critical. Yeah, let, let, let's get into that. I know Ian will chime in, but before we, uh, yeah, since you had brought it up, why don't you offer Ethereum uh, on your platform? Because, you know, our platform is, is, is geared towards folks that are entering the space. If you look at the adoption rate uh, of, 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 of folks in crypto in our community, 
Um, you know, it's very low community wide. Obviously, I think you get a large percentage of folks that that are well educated on your platform. So that doesn't necessarily count. But percentage wise for our community across across the country, it's you know, people argue it's either less than two percent. In some cases, some people say less than one percent. Some people say, you know, point five. No one knows exactly, but it's a very low adoption rate. And, and so to me, we want to emphasize people learning the fundamentals first. And Bitcoin is the is the fundamental crypto, you know, out of the two trillion dollars that are in the entire crypto asset class, one trillion is in Bitcoin, you know. And so there, there it, it, there's there's a reason why. And also, I truly believe in, in the fundamentals of what Bitcoin represents is an opportunity as a store of value. I always talk about um, if we're truly going to build wealth in our community, particularly cross-generational wealth, then we have to own assets that we can pull equity out of as the value of those assets increase. And Bitcoin is a perfect example and opportunity for that. It's like buying real estate on the blockchain. There's only going to be 21 million minted. You're buying real estate on this block. And, and, and that's why, you know, we say buy back to blockchain, buy real estate on the block as that asset value increases. My, I've always said my goal is for every black person in America to hold at least a million Satoshis, a million Satoshis. So if you have two parents in the household, three kids, that's five million Satoshis in that household. Once you hit that baseline and hopefully continue to dollar cost average after that, go on and get into other coins. Um, and we can talk about those other coins. Uh, but to me, you got to set, it's just like building a house, set a foundation with Bitcoin first and establish that foundation before you go into other assets. Hill, do you think uh, Ethereum has a liquidity issue or is there another reason outside of the uh, fundamental reason that you gave? I think, it, I think Ethereum has a couple issues. Number one, it has a competition issue, has a gas fee issue. Um, it has yeah. a, a, a use, a, you know, the use case with, with see, See, Bitcoin does what it does perfectly. Ethereum does what it does well, but the problem is there are other competitors to Ethereum that, and we don't know what the tech technology holds moving forward. So therefore, we could see a future where the bottom falls out because other, other, you know, whether you're talking, it, I'm not even, it may not even exist yet. And that's the point. Ethereum may be my space. Bitcoin is not my space. Ethereum may be my space. And, and, but we don't know that I am big into risk management and, and, and mitigating your downside risk. Absolutely. If, 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 if the, if the bottom falls out on Ethereum, it's going to go. The thing is, is that I'm in Ethereum. Mm. And, and in fact, I mine Ethereum. So clearly, I believe in Ethereum. I mine Ethereum instead of Bitcoin. So I'm not going to sit up here and say that uh, 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 that I'm, I'm not poo-pooing Ethereum at all. L listen, let me be very clear. I am mining. Okay. I am actively mining Ethereum, and I am not mining Bitcoin. Okay, that's it. But I still think Bitcoin is the foundational asset in crypto. Let me ask you this. Um, we spoke about it last time, but I think it'll be good for anybody to get a refresher or if they wasn't here. You said that your goal is for every Black family to have how many Satoshis? Every Black oh, yeah. person to have a million Satoshis. A so million. if you're a five-person family, that's five million in the household. Can you can you explain with Satoshis? Sure, 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 sure. So every there's, there's going to be 21 million Bitcoin minted. Uh, that's, the, that's it. That's it. So that's what, what drives value is scarcity obviously. And 
the there are 100 million Satoshis within every one Bitcoin. So I truly believe, I don't know if it's three years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, we actually won't even be using the word Bitcoin because the, the, the actual price of Bitcoin, people won't be trading a Bitcoin. They'll be trading Satoshis uh, in the future. And people will be talking about Satoshis and they won't really be mentioning Bitcoin. It's just like, think about a bar of gold. There was a time when bars of gold were priced the mm-hmm. price of the bar of gold got so high that they said, we, ha- we got to cut it into ounces and that's what we're going to price. And so we don't price bars. We price gold in ounces. Now we're going to, there'll be a point where, you know, Bitcoin will be so high that you'll be pricing it in terms of Satoshis. And so every black family should hold at least a million Satoshis per person in that family. That's to me, that's the base. That's the base minimum. But the beautiful thing, having almost 40 million black folks in this country, if we did that, if you just do the math, we would literally control Bitcoin and and, and the world would have to come through us in that asset class. That's what creates leverage and power. And, And that to me is what the real opportunity is with Bitcoin is for us to be first movers into this space. Uh, people keep talking about it. it's late, it's late, it's late. It's not late. It's 12 years in. It's super early. Y'all. Yeah. It's super early. Yeah. So, so that's it. Do you think um, this is your primary goal? Because we missed out on the mutual fund movement of the 1960s. We, got, we were pushed out of real estate and we missed out on the index craze. Is that why you're trying to get people primed? Exactly. So she's now. So absolutely. See, you cannot, it's, you know, I talked about it before when we talked before. The greatest wealth transfer in the history of this country happened when, if you were despicable enough and you were such a despicable human being that you were willing to hold other humans uh, in bondage and, 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 and literally create wealth off of free labor. Massive wealth transfer, and not just the folks that actually held chattel property, it's the folks that transacted with the people that held chattel property, right? So you're part of that benefit, so-called benefit. And so, and, and in every juncture along when there's been wealth transfer opportunities, we've, we as a community have never been first movers. Um, um, and, and so we have an opportunity here as we're moving out of fiat and hard money currency into digital currency and cryptocurrency to be first movers. You know, a... Uh, I, I, you know, I think about Rashad in, in, in New York, you know, I, I have a place in Brooklyn myself. And when we think about being first movers into an asset class or area that creates leverage, think about what the Jewish community did in Williamsburg and think about how uh, 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 there was this concerted effort to buy up en masse mm-hmm. in the community Part of the, this asset. And then what's had to happen since is that you've had to go through that community to get to gain access to that asset. It creates so much leverage that the community has, and it's created so much wealth community wide for that community there in New York. It's incredible. And the power and leverage they have is incredible. It's because they moved on mass. It wasn't one person buying this and one person buying that. It's that they controlled it as a community. And to me, that's the same opportunity holds here in this digital space. You brought up a good point. And uh, we had Mike Novogratz on the show a few months ago. And you know him? I do. I do. I've been to his office. I've taken some meetings. Okay. He's got an amazing art collection. Uh, uh, <laughs> Silly, yeah. Well, 
Yeah. yeah. So one thing that he said that really um, stuck out to me is he was like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to invest in emerging asset class. There's only a, there's only a few asset classes like your stocks, real estate, you know, commodities, precious metals. Um, but asset classes don't come along like the stock market was over over 100 years old. Like they just don't pop up. So he's like, you know, I think crypto represents, I don't know, a half or maybe like one percent of um you know the money or the wealth in the world so he was like you know what if it when, when it gets to four to five percent not like it's going to get to 20 percent, but it just between one percent and five percent is a, is a huge difference so he was explaining that you know this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity to get in on the ground level because like you said it's still relatively early um absolutely let's put that in context real quick gold has been around as a store of value for five thousand years and the market cap on gold is $10 trillion. Crypto has been around for 12 years, and the market cap on crypto is $2 trillion. 5,000 years, $10 trillion. 12 years, $2 trillion. What does that tell you? It tells you there is money moving into this space, and it has just started. And so we, you know, we can't ignore it. And, 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 and the beautiful thing, it's there for us to move into because... And, that's what's so important. You know, Ian pointed out early on, there's always been massive systemic and institutionally racist barriers to entry for us moving into certain valuable ascending value asset classes, certainly real estate, tons of different systemic and institutional barriers yeah. to entry. There's been, it's been across the board. In this case, and the reason why we created the Black Wall Street digital wallet is that the barriers to entry are very low. You got to do a KYC, which I know people don't like to do. You got to take a government ID and put it in there. Then you got to link a bank account and then you're buying the asset class. That's the, 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 the friction level going through that funnel is very small. And the, the beautiful thing about that Satoshi, it don't know if you're black or white or whatever. And so it's the most powerful to me, the most powerful asset class because the inherent unfairness of, of the US dollar in the actual money is that the more money you have, the cheaper access you have to more money. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? In other words, it's inherently unfair, right? So if I got 10 trillion, I mean, if I got $10 million, the bank will loan me a million dollars at 3% or less interest. Yeah. But if I got, if I only got a thousand dollars, I got to go to the payday lender to get my money yeah. and, to, and he's going to charge me 22% for $200. And so the it's this market in of, of, of money is inherently unfair. The, and this is the beautiful thing about us as a people. We've never wanted extra special treatment. We just want fairness because when it's fair, we win. We do right. When it's a level playing field, we tend to win and all. And the beautiful thing about Bitcoin is that is a, the, the, the blockchain technology offers a very level playing field. It's agnostic to who act, how much you hold. One Satoshi is the same, no matter if you're holding a million Satoshis or one Satoshi, exactly the same purchasing power, buying power value. And for context, the first mutual fund was made in 1924. So imagine if your great, great, great grandfather or grandmother was, was investing in 1936, this would be the equivalent. This is why I always tell you guys like five years, even though if you're new, it may seem like forever, it's really small in the landscape of time if you're looking across your family history as well. So, I mean, like Rashad pointed out, when Mike said that you don't get a chance to invest in asset classes when they're new, 
we're emerging. That is very true. And that's why I've been pounding the table. Like you guys have to invest long. And, and back to your point about Microsoft, um, I think it gives Ethereum some mass credibility. And the exchange is now Microsoft can plan the next 15 or 25 years and have a safe haven if the digital workspace changes dramatically. That can also be their hedge to get into crypto and a couple other spaces. And also what they're going to be able to do when they combine blockchain with healthcare and blockchain with genetic cloning and a few of those other things as well in the future. So they have the next 25 or 50 years already mapped out in that space um, by doing this merger. Well played. Let me ask you this question, Ian. I got a question for Ian. Um, Stocks, I know, you know, you are the master investor when it comes to stocks. Um, So we're talking about crypto today, but Mm -hmm. stocks and crypto kind of go hand, they're starting to go more and more hand in hand. So when we see uh, IBM, which Mm -hmm. years ago, they they made a, a large investment in Stellar. And then now when we see the news of Microsoft um, using Ethereum blockchain. You see a lot of these publicly traded companies mm-hmm. um, integrating not only blockchain technology, but actually integrating some cryptocurrency, even with AMC. Uh, and I want to get Hill's perspective on that now, allowing um, you know people to use Bitcoin. Tesla, we know about, you know, they brought all of those Bitcoins. So yeah, how do you see um, CEOs um, using cryptocurrency to increase stock prices. We're the only group of people that does not plan our business in hundred year cycles. So IBM, IBM is going to be dead in the water. They have no competitive advantage over AMD, Nvidia, Microsoft, Apple. I can argue Striker, but they have to do something to stand to the game, and also politically, the CEO has to do something to even keep his job. Because if he if he's not driving enough shareholder value, they're going to vote him out. I think the CEO is doing a pretty good job, but what people are going to do, because this is like the hot thing right now and they're trying to get ready for the future, they're going to lay a strong foundation. So in 2035, 2038, the foundation that they are laying now is going to pay off in the 2030s. So you're going to see a lot of companies use this as a, like Elon was doing it for a hedge because there's a certain part of the industry that wants to get him out of the space. We have to remember he is, competing against Ford, GM, Exxon, he's fighting against a huge conglomerate. But for everyone else, when Square does it, when Apple finally announces that they're doing it, um, Square, they, they're just poisoned for the next decade to be dominant. And those that are going to be laggards in that regard, their company is going to suffer. And as a result, the stock price is going to suffer. Like you notice like Bed Bath & Beyond didn't announce anything in the crypto space. And as a result, they're like Pier 1, then Ty Lopez acquired it. You have to move with the change. And when we have these generational changes, and that's why last year was so important when we started doing the show, I, I was trying to tell people like, look, we are living through history. This isn't like some fluke that made the economy drop. We have a pandemic that was caused by a couple of reasons. You guys should probably do some research around who owns some of the stuff and the companies that are you know, solving some of the COVID issues, um, follow the money trail. But yeah, the next 20 or 30 years is already laid out. And then the big tech players are already going to be the most preeminent and dominant uh, players in that space, for sure. Hey, I, w- I want to come on, I'm, I'm double down on what Ian's saying. And, you know, I guess I, I even take uh, a more socio political worldview in a way 
because you know Ian is the master investor and 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 he knows that stock world. You know, I that's not the world that I know. Um, certainly, I'm invested, but I don't know that world the way I know the crypto space and in that world. But when we think about this world right now, the world we're living in, y'all, unprecedented pandemic. Mm-hmm. You have the literally the the world's on fire it's just getting hotter and hotter it's going to burn more and more and more yep so air quality is going to go you know it's just then you look at political instability like look what just happened in afghanistan look and then look at natural disasters like haiti look there's a lot of uncertainty and problems happening in this world and no one's coming to save you mm-hmm. no one's coming to save us we have to be self-sovereign. We have to build our own tech. We have to own our own. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply platforms we got to stop letting other people we got to stop supporting other platforms that aren't owned by us we keep making these 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 tech platforms billion dollar platforms like clubhouse twitter you name it cash app all of the all of these other platforms not owned by us we make them billionaire multi-billion dollar companies when we have the power to do it ourselves. And we have the technology that existed to work. That's why I love what you brothers are building with EYL. You're building something that is self-sovereign. And that's the future to me, y'all. That's the future. And so, yes, we need to be extremely diligent and smart with our investing and use of capital, but we also have to start building our own infrastructure and supporting each other down the line. And that's the real leverage. That's the real power. And that's the way when the rest of the world is burning, we going to be all right. Yeah, to me, that's it. Further. Yeah. And I'll say this really quick. Collaboration is the only way to build that infrastructure. Because if we don't have a- enough absolutely. Driving, absolutely. driving enough revenue, we won't, like I've never said this publicly, but these next 15 years are going to be the era of the investor. Like every CEO that I talk to or every president of any mildly major company, they are trying to do whatever they can with AI to eliminate damn near every job on earth that they can. And I'm not saying that to be salacious, like everyone. It's like, how can we cut our workforce by 60% but drive revenue 900%? I mean, they're top conversation. There's six Amazon Go stores here in Seattle and, and, and they're testing them here. You know what they are. You literally walk into the store, you yep. fill up whatever you want and you walk out. And you don't, 
There's nobody there to check you out. There's no one. You just get automatically charged, right? So the future of even shopping, they're getting rid of every single service job they can. He's absolutely right. There's no question about that. Yeah, Amazon Go is something that we covered on the podcast over a year ago. If anybody's not familiar, it's um, it's like a grocery store with um, no cashiers. But even bigger than that, it's, it's a lot of AI that's built in. Um, and you go in there and you uh, you get what you want. And then you kind of just leave the store. You don't even like ring it up. Like a lot of grocery stores have like the thing where you just ring it up. You don't even ring it up. You just literally just walk out and then it just scans. Um so I see a world even more advanced than that, where, you know, they can actually read, read your thoughts or know your shopping patterns. Um, and you don't even necessarily have to even look for something like as soon as you walk in, they already have what you want kind of like waiting for you. So when we when we look at these things, the technology that we speak about, um, it may sound like we're fantasizing, but it's something that's very real. And, um, you know, all of these things that we've been speaking about for a long time with the Oculus and um all of these different technologies metaverse and yeah, virtual reality yeah. um it's coming it's coming it's, it's already here but it's it's coming to fruition and all of this plays together with the blockchain i wanted to ask that's my next question hill um i want to kind of because you know a lot of people we could just say all day like buy this crypto buy that crypto we can we'll, you know we'll say some couple of cryptos that we like I, at least i will but I want to kind of give people a broader range education because I don't think people still are really educated on it. So we talked about Satoshis, which I'm sure a lot of people don't know what Satoshis are. Um, blockchain technology. Can you try to give a, a, a easy explanation on what blockchain technology is? Because I feel like a lot of people still don't really understand what the blockchain is. Well, you know, the way I try to describe describe it is um, it's it's trustless, which means that everything is put just think about a ledger. Like if you're writing out a ledger and you're saying you have an, an exchange of goods and services for this, someone's actually writing a, a ledger. But in this case, um, it's not changeable. You can't go back and erase it. You can't go back and say, oh, that, 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 that transaction or this, this exchange didn't actually happen. And its uses are, are innumerable innumerable. Where I like to talk about to, for people to kind of wrap their heads around it is the idea that things that have been heretofore had barriers to entry, like you need to get a real estate license to sell real estate with smart contracts and blockchain technology and tokenization of real estate, for instance, you can use that, for instance, if you buy, let's say I tokenize the house I'm in. Oh, no, 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 better yet. I tokenize, I'm not talking about an, an, an NFT or a digital artwork, but I take this physical artwork. This is Bisa Butler, amazing artist. I take this and I, and, I, and I create an X number of tokens for ownership of this artwork. Or I take the Empire State Building and I tokenize that. Mm. And I sell those individual tokens. It, the, the way that token moves from owner to owner to owner is immutable and it's registered and it and, and you and exists on the blockchain. And that's the way people need to think about it. It's just, it's basically, and the reason why it takes so much computing power um, oftentimes to register these transactions in many computers around the world. And that's why, for instance, I mine Ethereum. And, and, and so the it takes a great deal of 
computational power to continue to register these transactions. And so, but it happens on a chain, then the chain cannot be broken unless it's hacked. Now, let's talk about that real quick. There was a DeFi hack this past week of the Poly Network, $600 million hack, right? So the danger is still there, right? The danger is still there, it, there you know, but the, the, most, of, most of, the, of it was returned by the hacker. The hacker just wanted to prove that they could do it and help them learn to make some changes. But the point is, is that ultimately um, the, the chain is in theory unbreakable and everything is registered on the chain. If folks want to think about it in terms of a chain, they want to think about it in terms of a block, they, it, whatever helps you mentally understand that once it's set, it's set and it moves uh, along the line of transaction. And it also um, helps things move a lot quicker. Because um, we had said before, like, you know, previously the quickest way to get a million dollars from New York to London um, was to get on a plane with a million dollars and fly from New York to London. Cause like, you know, if you, if you do a bank wire, it's gonna take a few days for it to even clear. Um, with the blockchain, it can be done within a couple of minutes, depending on, you know, mm -hmm. which platform you use. So the speed of execution, I think is extremely important. And then like you said, also the record of it. So this is extremely important for, you know, not to be um, forgerized or plagiarized, um, mm -hmm. that goes back to the NFT conversation. So all of these things, it's like pieces of puzzle, they all kind of come together. So now, you know, if you study art, like, you know, I watch all these shows like 60 Minutes and um, in the high-end art world, um, plagiarism is a huge thing. There's like hundreds of millions of dollars that's lost every year from people that buy paintings. And these paintings are like half a million dollars, $2 million, and they're like very, very detailed, but there's like whole people, like factories that make fake paintings. So some of the, the, the best um, houses have been scammed because they, they thought that it was real and like Sotheby's and all of these places. So art, the art world has been taking a hit for a while with plagiarism and, and fake work. But now this is what the NFT comes into play um, with the blockchain, you have a record for it. And unless you said like it's hacked, it's, it's almost impossible for that plagiarism to be as rampant as it was previously. So, and then with medical records also, medical records is a big, is a big deal. Um, I think that that's something that the blockchain technology can really help out with as far as the medical records, A, sending medical records, because I used to work in the insurance industry and it would be so crazy. We used to ask for APS. So APS is an attending physician statement. So somebody wants to get life insurance, right? And they might've had, you know, a heart attack or whatever. So now the insurance company has to contact the doctor for the APS. I've seen APSs take anywhere from a week to yes, nine efficient. months, nine months. I've, I've waited on APSs for nine months because we call in the doctor's office and the secretary got an attitude. The doctor went on, they still keep records on file. I've seen it happen. And in that nine months, somebody can die, right? Because the, the insurance company is not going to give you the insurance until everything is up to date and they make sure that they're going to, you know, do their due diligence. So now with the blockchain, instead of waiting, look how outdated that is. Like literally like we call and I have to like have somebody at the insurance company call and wait on the phone for an hour. Now they can just send it within minutes. They have all of the, the client's records, whatever they need to be sent can be sent on the blockchain and it's no 
um, corruption that can be done with it. And the insurance company gets it. And now they can make a decision within a day as opposed to having a client wait for a year. So the blockchain technology is something that's been around for a while and it's not going anywhere. And every company and every institution, every way of business is going to um, adopt blockchain technology because cryptocurrency cannot live without blockchain, but the blockchain can live without cryptocurrency. So absolutely. It's just, I mean, the easiest way to say it, it's a way of recording information. And once it's recorded, it can't be changed. It's distributed over many computers and systems. And, and it's a very powerful tool when you apply it uh, uh, across a whole universe of, of uses. Uh, but obviously crypto right now is, 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 is the leader in that, in that space. Hill, I have a question for you. Are there any updates that you would make to Letters to a Young Brother or The Wealth Cure in 2021? Oh, man, there's so many updates. You know, Firearms, give them to us. Woo! Well, I mean, I'm sitting right here. When I wrote this book, The Wealth Cure, it was like, okay, how do we cure the racial wealth gap, right? This came out 10 years ago. And the whole thing was, okay, technology wasn't there to scale impact the way it is today. The technology is here now. We don't, it's, it's decentralized. We don't have to go through any centralized institution to actually do the things. Back, here, back then, I was talking about, okay, you know, you got to set up, well, first of all, here's an old school ledger. Um, <laughs> you, you know, this is uh, doing your whole budget. I had January, February, you know, you, you don't need any of that anymore, right? Um, the, but, but at the end of the day, I was talking about how do you use the systems that have been in place for all these years to build cross-generational wealth in our community. And I was using an analogy because I've been diagnosed with cancer. Your health is your wealth. So therefore, what are your own wealth factors? What can you do? What's different today is that you don't need to go through all of these traditional historic institutions to create cross-generational wealth. And so therefore, and that's, that, that's what's flipped, the decentralization of your ability to navigate and move using technology to build and create cross-generational wealth down the line. And so I would, I would update so much of that. And then with Letters to a Young Brother, you know, I would talk and, and Letters to a Young Sister, you know, they need to start early, early. You know, my son's five and I got him to talk about Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Yeah. Why? Because there's the, the old school rule, Ian, and I know you talk about it, you know, the time value of money, right? Yes. You know, time in the market is better than trying to time the market. All of those things being in longer, we can start our, our babies, our young people early, At early. At a young age, yep. And they can start themselves early, early, right? And so that's powerful. You know, that's powerful. If you start, if, if you take a young cat, start dollar cost averaging $5 a day, I don't care if it's in a dividend paying stock. I don't care if it's in Bitcoin. It doesn't really matter. If you just start doing it, set it and forget it. At 13 years old, forget about it. Right. And that to me is the opportunity that's there. And that's why on our platform, we have this whole dollar cost averaging thing that we're launching next week, because we want people to be able to literally go into the app, literally not have to think about it anymore. Mm -hmm. So go in, hit it. Once you get in there, uh, go in, you'll be able to hit a button that says $5 a day, boom, do your buy. And then you never even have to think about it again. 
So and then the, the automation is better than motivation. The automation is yeah, better than you would have to think every day, check pricing every day, go live your life, love on your, love on your loved ones and let the technology do your investing and do your work. So let's talk about this dollar cost averaging. You're extremely big on dollar cost averaging. I am. I'm big on it. Yes. You said something before where you, you went to a town in like Alabama or something like that. You met with the mayor and you said every if they put in five dollars a day, what was that conversation you had with us? We're gonna build. We were gonna build. They had if 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 there were it was uh, Tennessee, and the mayor was very big in crypto. Sat sat down, took a meeting, and the way we realized we broke it down. If we took thirty thousand people in their town, and we got them dollar cost averaging $5 a day. We're going to be able to build over $75 million in wealth in that small town in within five years, yeah. $75 million for that community. And we can do the exact same thing wherever, wherever we go. Again, it's getting back into the habit. It's about a mindset shift and it's about getting out of the Robin Hood mentality. Robin Hood is Robin the Hood, y'all. I mean, this is this is real because Robin Hood is trying to encourage you to be a trader. And I'm, I'm my whole thing is do, I don't want you to be a trader unless that's what you really want to do. And you really even then, if they want to do it, it pays more to be. And I trade for a living. Long term investing pays a multiple way higher, way 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 higher. I mean to cut you off, but I have to chime. No, 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 no. I, I hear you. I mean, listen, if you want to have those three screens up and be like Ian. And, and moving but, money. But that's why I tell everyone, invest 80% of your money and then you never have to worry about that you get in at the right spot or losing a bunch of money when you could have had the money working for you. Absolutely. I mean, let's be honest, no matter the, 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 the most valuable thing any of us have most is our time, right? Time's more valuable than a, any crypto. It's more valuable than any stock. And so if you're going to have to, if you're going to spend all your days watching price movements and stressing out about it and worrying about this, it's better to just dollar cost average day. That's what I say, because then you can actually live your life. You can go be creative. You don't have to worry. You set it and forget it. Let it do its work. Let it do its thing. And then go live your life and do those things. And so that's, you know, I'm, I'm not giving anybody any investment advice. Let's be very clear. What I am telling you is just what I do. I buy Bitcoin every day. I buy the same amount every day. And sometimes I'll do some smart DCA. So let's talk about what that is. You can set up what you want your smart DCA to be. A smart DCA would be if you decide, okay, you're going to have a set number you're doing daily, weekly, or monthly, whatever that number is. And then you say, oh, if it move, if whenever the asset moves down 5% in a 24-hour period, I'm going to double down or I'm going to put in X dollars more, whatever. Or maybe you set that number at 10%. Maybe you set it at 2 Whatever you decide, if it's a downside movement, you go in a little heavier. That's what some people call smart DCA. But the easiest way to do it is don't even worry about that. Set it, whatever you can afford on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, whatever you decide, and let it go and forget about it. And then run into me or Ian three years from now, and you're going to run up and be like, yo, that DCA thing, come on, man. What do you say to the people that's like, all right, Hill Harper, uh, you know, superstar actor, uh, very successful person, uh, but the person that's struggling day to day, they, they, that's the biggest thing I've always heard is like, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money to invest. 
especially in something like Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, where a lot of people still don't fully understand it. They're like, this can disappear. What is it? It's not tangible. Dates from fellas? Yeah. You buy Jays, go on, go on dates, go on vacate. Like, from well, there, I don't want to hit. You can feel legit. At least you can, to play devil's advocate, Ian, you go on a date, if it's a good- You're situation. not clapping. First well, date. Maybe. Most aren't. Maybe. Just keep it a thousand. 50-50. <laughs> Uh, 2080. Okay, I, I got it. Okay, here we go. Our <laughs> biggest asking entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, our biggest problem, I believe, is what in terms of you look at our community, we have this thing called mattress money, right? We have this idea 90 to 95% of the portfolio asset that we hold in our community is in cash. Yeah. And that's the that's the problem. If you look at the wealthiest people in the world, 90 to 95% of our assets, it's not in cash. It's in ascending value asset classes like real estate, blue chip stocks, mutual funds, fine art, Bitcoin, you, you name it, right? We have to get out of cash. That's why we have, we all know people working three jobs that barely make ends meet. Why? Because most of their, their asset is in cash. So every night their head is the pillow. They wake up the next morning. They are poorer mm -hmm. because the value, the person power of the dollar is going down. They, the 22% of the circulating supply was printed last year. It's going to get even worse and worse and worse. So the longer we as a black community stay in cash, the poorer we will get every day. So my goal is to get us out of cash. The least friction way, quickest, is get you into Bitcoin, right? That's why I set up the platform, get you into Bitcoin. But you don't have to stay there. There's so many other places to get. Just we need to get out of the U.S. dollar. That is the critical piece because your hourly wage is not keeping up with the, with the inflation or the decreasing the cost of power of the dollar. Exactly. We got to get out of cash. And, and so, plus, no, go ahead, brother. I was going to say it's even more important. If you are in a situation where you're living paycheck to paycheck, it's even more important. And that's what, why I get into this argument with these elitist dudes, you know, brothers coming out. You know, I went to Harvard Law School, but I'm, so I know a lot of them. They come out of Harvard and they work at J.P. Morgan and they say, Hill, I'm so surprised by you. And I say, why, brother? And they say, you are encouraging our people to get into such a volatile asset class. What are you doing? And I said, well, how much is your portfolio in Bitcoin? Well, that's not the point. I said, no, this banker the other day told me, well, I don't, I don't talk about that publicly, but I keep five to 10% of my portfolio. I say, oh, well, how much is that? And he told me the number. It's a very significant number. And I said, so it's good enough for you, but it's not good enough for them. It's elitist and it's bullshit. We have to be honest. Now, it is volatile. That's why you dollar cost average to take the volatility curve out. I'm not saying put all your money in because you may have to pull some out tomorrow. I'm saying put in what you can afford so that money you don't have to take out because if you continue to just live off cash, all you're going to see is get poor and poor and poor on a daily basis. Yeah, and then there is no upside return without volatility. So if you guys want five, six, 700% gains, you're going to have to deal with a 70% or 55% drawdown. If you want safe returns, 7.325% on the head, it's not going to move that much. That is a part of the game that you have to learn. And then also to here, you have to realize we're not just teaching you about how to invest in stocks. Like once you have a, a fundamental core for how to invest, you can invest in everything. 
Told you last year, water is going to be one of the biggest commodities. Air quality going down, you'll see it next year. Air is going to, you're going to see premium, you're going to see a Fiji version of air in three or four years. 22 bucks a can, 15 bucks. It sounds crazy as hell. It was selling it. Hey, don't make me. I got cans of air. Yeah, they were selling it. Did you ever see that clip on it? Um, I actually posted it a while ago with uh, Two Chains. There's this company in um, Canada that um, sells air from um, the Himalayas. And they sell it mo- mostly in China because, you know, the, it's like $22, $18 oh, a bottle, depending on the premium. Uh, I think the premium might even be $36 a bottle. They're, they're already selling air. I, I I have some. I have a box of cans of air. It's funny you guys say that. Um, I'm tr- I'm 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 seeing if I can if I can find it because it'd be funny if, if I can find it. But but yeah, I I I got some because when we're thinking about COVID and airway restriction mm-hmm. and how getting on a ventilator is a death sentence, I was gonna be like, yo, I'm I I need I need a hedge need protection. I yep. need exactly. I need some air. So I bought it. Everything. I, I got a ton of air in here somewhere. I don't. I haven't. Thankfully, I haven't had to use it, but I got some. I want to. I want to um, go to questions, and I have a couple other questions for both of you guys. But before that, I see a lot of people asking what the name of your platform is. So, can you explain to them for anybody that didn't catch the first episode? Can you explain to them what the Black Wall Street Wallet is and any updates? Because I think, um, I think you had just launched it that day. So where where are we at now with the Black Wall Street? Right. So the, so the Black Wall Street Digital Wallet is in the app app stores and Google Plays for 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 Apple and both Apple and Android, and it's quite simply. Uh, just that, a digital wallet that allows you to connect your bank account to it and allows you to go on and buy Bitcoin. Um, the it's, it's, it's very simple in what it does. It's not trying to do anything more right now. It also has a number of educational videos on it that we're adding to all the time. I'll just pull it up live. Let me go back. Uh, these educational videos, uh, we'll talk about Bitcoin. My, my co-founder, Naja Roberts, who has only one of two over-the-counter cryptocurrency exchanges uh, uh, in the country, brick and mortar. She has it in Inglewood, California, right down from the new stadium. It's called Crypto Blockchain Plug. Shout out to Naja Roberts. She's an, uh, amazing. So she's on these videos. I'm on these videos. You know, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get uh, Ian and Troy on these videos, trying to get Rashad. Listen, these we're down. We're making like a whole series for you. Got, so, so, you know, here's one called Bitcoin is real estate. Here's one called um, um, dollar cost averaging. There you go. So right on time. And so we needs versus wants. And so we got the videos to, for educational purposes. And then you go in and you just buy right now. Uh, 45,740 is real time pricing of Bitcoin. But of course, we're not buying that much. We're going to just going to hit the $10. I'm going to buy $10. I'm going to preview that buy. I'm going to confirm that purchase. And right now I just purchased 0.00002095555 of Bitcoin. So I just purchased that live with the app. And so that's what it is. You got to make sure when you go to the app store, put in the Black Wall Street, download it. And here's the deal, y'all. Been, I've been so grateful to the community since we launched on May 31st because Folks have been hitting us with what they want to see on it. And since we own the technology, we built it. Okay. And this, this is important for me to say, we did not white label this wallet. That's everybody, important. everybody told me to white label the wallet. 
right? Every single advisor, you're going to have a much better product. It's going to be able to do much more. It'll be quicker and it'll be cheaper. And I said, I cannot go to my community and basically say, listen, we got to own our own technology. If I white label it, 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 it makes no sense. It's like what Russell Simmons did with the rush card. He came out with the rush card saying, Hey, you gotta, you gotta bang black with us. You gotta do this. And then you pull up the pull up, pull back the onion. And you're like, Oh, that's green dot bank card. And if I would have gone straight to green dot, I'd be paying less. So I literally was just paying marketing fees. No, we have to own our own IP. And so we built it from scratch. And, and so everyone's been giving us feedback. Hill, add this button, do this. And it's been so helpful because you know, we're just trying to do the best we can. And we iterate literally every week, a new feature comes out um, because we're literally building. When I say building from, from nothing, you know, um, started from the bottom. Now we here and here and here. That's what we're doing. We're literally building it as we go. Amazing black tech team um, in combination with other developers and dev shops and different folks who have done incredible work. And so we're going to continue to make it better and better and better. Um, so any feedback folks can give, please give us the feedback um, because we just want to improve it. And that's it. You have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, before we go to questions, I have a few questions. Um, Ian, can we yes. just sidetrack for a minute and talk about stocks? Um, Michael Burry, the legendary investor. My guy. Um, the the big short. If you guys have not seen that movie, definitely gotta check that movie out. He's one of these people that made billions of dollars during the real estate crash in 08 because he shorted the market. Um, news came out today that he shorted Arc. Now we don't know um, if he sold that position. We just mm -hmm. know that he had a sizable short on Kathy Wood's Arc Fund second quarter. And as of June 30th, he still held that put. Um, Ark was down today. What do we what do we what do we think about this? Um, Mike's more of an insider, even though he has a eccentric personality. I mean, he, he knew the same thing that I knew is that when her formula got out, everyone was gonna copy it. And that's why I put even a stock club today. I was like, hey, she was the hottest thing on earth, but she was a woman who and people don't know like kathy used to she was like the styles p of the investor space she would like ghost create portfolios for other people and do some fun to fun stuff back in the day so like she tested her thesis out for a long period of time then she got too hot they wanted to knock her down and then all of this inflow about uh adding crypto to revenue streams which was never talked about before and they did it to pretty much erode her superpower at the time so um, it's a good lesson. And when you have something that is a dominant force, you want to keep it as a secret as long as you can. Um, I think it's a good trade for the time being. I don't think it's a good long-term event. I wouldn't want to short her fund for five years, but for a quarter or two, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a, a pretty good bet that would probably go in his favor. I can't wait to see when he sold it. Yeah, me too. Um, all right, let's get into questions, but before we go to questions, if we could take a minute, well, all right. Let's do a few different things if we can. Um, can we talk about XRP? This is something that has been extremely, I noticed that, uh, I never realized that people are so fanatical about XRP until recently um, when we started talking about cryptocurrency a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, people are extremely, extremely passionate 
about XRP, which is so crazy because, you know, I've been in crypto space for four years. Um, so when I got into a lot of people, the purists didn't like XRP when I got in in 2020. Because yep. it was like it's um, centralized and it goes against everything that crypto stands for. But now it's like if you say anything bad about XRP or if you don't mention XRP, they're like, what are you doing? You don't know what you're talking about. You got to say XRP. As soon as this case is over, it's going to $37. It's going to $100. So what do we... Mike Novogratz talked about XRP and ended up on, <laughs> what was it, uh, Business Insider. They, um, uh-huh. they, 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 they let him have it. Um, so what do, you, what, what do you guys think about XRP these days? I, I, I hold uh, a, a position, a, a good-sized position in XRP. Um, I think that the reason why most people are fanatical about it, though, let's just be real and honest about it, is from the speculative nature of it. I think a lot of people, when they saw uh, it, get, it get delisted on Coinbase, a lot of people bought it. And I don't think a lot of those people that are fanatical about it are trying to pump it, to be honest. Mm. Um, I'm just, this is real. I may get, I may get a lot of heat from what I'm about to say, but I think they're trying to pump it because they bought a sizable position when it got delisted and they saw it as an opportunity. Do they really, really believe in the fundamentals of XRP and they really believe that XRP is, is doing something incredible? No, I don't, I don't think. I just think they want to make some money. And so they see an opportunity that as it gains its own legitimacy, so-called, and gets out of this the, the SEC issue and all of the legalities, that, there's, that there is a nice run-up and a nice opportunity. Um, and But I, I, I again, I'll, I hold it. So, you know, uh, let's see what happens in the future with it. But XRP is not Bitcoin. If it ever gets to 37 cent, I love it as a speculative play. Um, shout out to Josh Brown. He says something on the show, something that is good does not require de- defense. So like when people are fanatical, even with Doge, and I told y'all, Doge is dead. Oh, you don't know. You only know Apple and Microsoft. You think you know everything. Doge is not broken above that may high. And it's still been flipped. Meanwhile, Kayla told you guys about Ada. You would have doubled your money in Cardano. Had, like when people, like it, some of the groups reminds me, and I'm not saying XRP because I don't want to smoke with y'all. I, I have enough smoke with those, <laughs> right? But some of you guys remind me of like MLM groups where you'd be like, yo, the product doesn't work. The, the downline, upline, crossline thing doesn't work. And you're like, no, it does. My uncle Bobby in 1973 told me this was, I'm like, your uncle Bobby driving a 1982 Gremlin in 2020. Like what? 2021? What are we doing? Like the, the truth that I've learned and we saw it last year, people ha- that have really good positions or even some of the altcoins that have taken off, they never tell you in public. We couldn't get some of the ones that we wanted on here to, to come on and be like, hey, which should everybody be in in 2020? And in 2021, same thing. People are not going to tell you their greatest ideas in public. Um, but you know, if it goes down to 37 cent or 40, I, I'll be happy to, to swing it for a little bit. But other than that, no. Nah. Yeah, I do. But, yeah. but if they beat that case, though, that thing probably will spike to like 11.28 and really fast. I would tell you guys, if you're in, that, that should be a price where you exit. In full transparency, I am a long-term holder of XRP. Um, and I had XRP when it was $3. I, I, it was crazy because, uh, you know, 
it seems so far from now, but I remember the good times. XRP was over three dollars, and I made a lot of money at XRP. Um, I do believe in XRP, and what gives me confidence about it, what gave me confidence early on was when I saw all of these companies that was piling in. It was like ninety Fortune five hundred companies, like Bank of Saudi Arabia, like a lot of it was like the favorite yeah. um, for institutions. And, um, you know, doing some research on it and I realized it was like, you know, made for institutions and banks to transfer money. And I, it just, it, you know, it's backed by a publicly traded company, um, Ripple. Uh, it had a lot of things that in my brain, a lot of the other cryptocurrencies didn't have. Um, like it had like real backing. It had institutional backing, which, like I said, a lot of the purists wasn't happy about, but. I believe in XRP, so hopefully, don't all the XRP people don't come at me, man. I just for some have you have you, have you continued to buy as it's as it's gone through its its downs? I haven't I have I haven't purchased new XRP in a while. Okay, I'm just keeping I'm just keeping my my stash and you know seeing seeing what's what's happening. You've had it for three years. Uh four years. You'll be good. You'll be good. Yeah, you good. Twenty you'll months. Good. You'll be straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right, let's get into questions. But before we get into questions, I want to take a minute to talk about InvestFest since I got the legendary Hill Harper here. Hill Harper will be at InvestFest next week in Atlanta. I can't wait. InvestFest, y'all. If you haven't got your ticket yet, come on now. But, but <laughs> let's go. Let's go. InvestFest is the vibe. Uh, we got you paired up on a panel with Ryan Leslie. Yes, yes. It's going to be great. It's going to be extremely interesting, man. Both of you guys are brilliant. Ryan Leslie, he sent over some talking points that he wants to talk about. I shared it with Ian, and um, I'm sure. Oh, baby. Uh, <laughs> Do not miss this segment. I'm Listen, you see how happy I am? Do not miss this segment. I I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it's an honor to have you. Um, I want to address this situation, too, because... COVID obviously is ramping back up. So we are taking full precautions with COVID. We ordered 5,000 masks. Every single person that um, walks into the building for all three days of events will be given a mask. We are strongly encouraging everybody to wear a mask. Please do. We will have hand sanitizer stations throughout the event. Uh, we're trying to be as responsible as possible. Uh, we will have temperature checks upon arrival as well. So we're going to have a good time. We're going to learn, but we're going to be safe. I definitely wanted to highlight that because I know, you know, a lot of people may have concerns, rightfully so. It's something that, um, you know, unfortunately, this Delta variant is, is picking up steam. So we definitely are taking all precautions necessary to keep everybody safe. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And in the mark, in the spirit of Market Mondays, um, we're going to do a giveaway for 50 tickets at the end of the show. So Woo! make sure you stay stay to the end. Nice. Um, all right. So let's let's get some questions if we can. Uh, Janet is in the shadow. You, Janet, you're amazing. Yes. Yeah, oh, and I'll be on Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Do not miss my segment. It's going to be amazing. I'm never going to talk about long-term investing, swing trading, and day trading again at the same time. So, but yes, the amazing Janet is here. <laughs> hey, Queen, how are you? Good. How are you guys? Good, good, good. good. Awesome. So, Janet, if we can bring up some people. People don't know I'm I'm technically handicapped when it comes to all of this stuff. This is what Troy does. Um, I don't even know how to. He brought me a laptop. I'm not sure why he brought me a laptop. Uh, my MacBook is still in the wrapping 
for eight months. So I use my iPhone. That's it. So being that choice absent, this is why you have to empower people and you have to have a strong team around you. Janet has been a tremendous asset to EYL University, and um, she is helping to fill in the gap with Troy being absent. So shout out to Janet. And um, yeah, she's going to be moderating these, these questions. Thank you, guys. Uh, so first, we're going to Alistair McKenzie. He is the president of the Crypto Club. So I'm excited to hear his question. Um, you yourself, we're coming to you. You got that amazing NPR voice, too. I'll see you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hey, thank you guys for, for bringing me on. Thanks, Janet, uh, Rashad, Ian, Hill. Um, so my question is, we've seen a lot of movement going on right now in Ethereum when it comes to decentralized exchanges and decentralized lending platforms. So I just wanted to know, do you and the Black Wall Street team have any plans of doing something similar in terms of building your own decentralized exchanges and decentralized borrowing and lending platforms, pretty much a Black Wall Street DeFi ecosystem? And if you do, will it be on Bitcoin or are you going to be doing it on Ethereum or is there another chain you would look to implement that on? Man, you know, you, you must be in our meetings, <laughs> Alistair, man. I tell you, we've been, gr the, the, the short answer is yes, absolutely. The question is, what should we build and, and how should we build it? So you have that follow-up piece to your question is the absolute thing. Okay, first of all, let me say this. I, I don't think I've ever said this publicly. So maybe this is like, ooh, we got a market money's breaking news. Breaking news like, alert. Breaking news alert. So we've been working on how we can be the black exchange for black founded coins. Okay, so you would be able to come to us and and we would have all the black founded coins on our exchange. For instance, Guap coin, Adua coin, A coin, uh, Vibranium is about to come out. Capo coin. Which one? Capo, Capo coin, Jim Jones. Capo, down the line. So 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 therefore we 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 would have have these coins, right? And we would be exchanged. For, for that. The question is, should we be a centralized exchange or a decentralized exchange? And what is the best way to approach that? Because remember, these different coins will exist on different platforms. And, and so we've been grappling with, with that, uh, that question. And, you know, the, 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 the answer, we haven't figured it out yet. If you have some suggestions about why and in what way you think we should go, please reach out to me, DM me, whatever, and let's talk about it because we literally, there are pros and cons uh, it, from, from our side as an exchange from the, from the, from the decentralized side and the centralized side. So, so I'd love to hear, uh, you know, I want, I want to do what the community wants and will best serve the community. At the end of the day, this is a community platform, right? We want the community to, to figure out a way to, 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 to participate, to win, et cetera. And so, you know, 
the whole concept of this has always been, we need to give the value away and build a big ecosystem, not how can we figure out a way to squeeze as much money out of each individual user as possible, encourage them to do as many trades as possible. So therefore we can make as much exchange off the individual user. No, the whole idea is, well, okay, let's build somewhere we give value away and create a bigger ecosystem. And so um, I'd love to hear the feedback from the community and, and, and we build accordingly or, or your feedback, Alistair. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I will be at, at InvestFest. The whole, you know, Earners on Chain Crypto Club will be there. Uh, I'll reach out to you directly and I'll talk to you while we're there as well, because I do have a few ideas that I, you know, I think would, would help in that regard. That'd be great. Yeah, I got to talk to you about a panda coin too, so. <laughs> for sure <laughs> when's that hey when's that eyl coin dropping we got to get that on there yeah eyl coin man you know what's so crazy uh we've been i'll talk to you off there i'll talk to you off there about okay. that. eyl coin eyl coin <laughs> <laughs> all right janet uh we got another question yep next we have terrell thomas unmute yourself please or terrell can you hear me Yep. Yes. How you doing? All right. Uh, I don't. I, I appreciate you, uh, Mr. Harper, getting on, man. Uh, the information you're selling is just uh, alarming to me. Um, but I, I did have a question for uh, the master investor. Um, uh, you've been pretty good with helping me out and figuring out entry points on on stocks and everything. My question is to you: Is how do you actually go about setting price targets before when you to exit? Yeah. To buy, to buy or to exit? Uh, to exit. Um, you want the real answer? <laughs> I have to ask because people don't want the real answer sometimes. You can't, Absolutely. can't handle the truth. Um, if it's a new company, the, one of the first places you should set your target at is 10x return. So 1,000%. And if it is an older company, um, I will set it at 250% return. And that's an easy way to be able to mark off where you should be able to get in and get out. Now, the true, true answer that no one wants to hear, the real answer is the probability of losing in a quality company if you hold it for 24.2 years is damn near zero. Like the true hack that anybody I talk to, like kudos to Bonowin, like Josh, Mike, everybody like this really in the hedge fund space. The true test of time is if you can hold something for 30 years. Like if you guys like rest in peace, Nip, if we want to be the manifestation of what he was really talking about, we have to hold our assets for 30 years. Guess what happens? Same thing that happens with grandma's house. We'll hold a stock for two or three years, get rid of it because we get tired of it. But the true test is like, can we hold for that? And here's what I want you guys to know. Along that 20 to 30 year period, you can take out profit to have fun. So in case you do go on a date and get a chance to have fun. <laughs> Anything's possible. Right? You, you can have some fun. But because I think if I tell you to hold for 30, you're like, well, damn, I'm, let's say you're 33 now. You're like, I won't be able to have any fun until I'm 63. No, I'm not saying that. But what happens is even in like when you guys talk about two-year trades, I'm like, that's only going to cover maybe 2% of your lifespan. And a lot of those same trades you could have been in for 10, 15 years, 18 years. Like how many of us put yes in chat? If you wish your aunt, grandma, mom, dad, or even you back in college, wish you would have held some of these companies for 10 or 15 years. I'm 39 now. I remember I was like, 
I don't want to hear that that generation of wealth shit. I want the bag now. And then I'm like, damn, I got a whole baby that think he's 30 and he's six and going to first grade. Like, time flies. And mm. the thing about investing is like, if you hold it for a long enough period of time, and I told this to the stock club and I'll say it here quietly, the biggest trick that many people that are detractors and that do not want us to succeed did to us was make us think that long-term investing was really boring, but that's where all the money is. Go look at Y Combinator, go look at Sequoia Capital, any of the top venture funds and see how long they've held those positions when they took them out of the incubator, took them through that VC space, helped them go public and groomed them, helped Aaron from Box become what he is, Jack, uh, Zuckerberg. They helped groom them. Why? For the same reason, reason Lior was grooming who he was grooming at Def Jam and then at 300. So you can monetize through incubation all the way through maturity of being an older company. They're not letting them fucking companies go after two years. Why? Because there's bags along the way as they continue to grow. The real mm-hmm. answer is, is 24 years, if you can hold it. You smart. Absolutely. And I mean, I have stock that, that I do that with. And I'm more so kind of like applying this to like option strategies and stuff like that. How old are you? I am 35. If you hold a two-year option, and not saying that you shouldn't because I do it with features and that's why I'm able to get a bunch of liquidity. But let's say you live to, how, how old do you want to live to be? Mm, maybe at least 70 years old. Okay, so if you hold a trade for two years, that's only 2.8% of your life. You have kids? Yes, I do. They're going to burn a hole even if you get 1,000%. So you have to take all the money. This is a trick. Take all the short-term, because a two-year hold is a short-term trade. Hill, how long have you been in your career? Uh, 30 years. 30 years. Still looks how, how, how good were you got, in your first got, two years? He got games. Still looks no, the same. Uh, not, not good. Not good. Not good. It's a maturation process. The longer you hold it. So for those of you that are doing options, shout out to my future traders. Those of you that shorted NASDAQ and made a kill in a day. Some of y'all made 30 grand. I'm proud of you. Take 80% of that money and put it in the long term. That's the game. But here, here's the other trick. Most people won't do it because if you don't love yourself or think that you're worthy of having wealth, you're not going to take the actions that you need to correlate with wealth. Man. Man. The brother, the brother who knocked down Nip, sucker, right? It wasn't that he hated Nip. He hated what Nip represented because he didn't, but he didn't have the discipline that Nip had. A lot of y'all say y'all love Nip. Y'all can't name songs prior to the last album, though. Some of y'all don't even know who Black Sam is, right? Like, you have to dig deeper and go through those points of suffering. And the reason I bring him up, I was looking at the page, and I think it said Nip, like, impacted thousands of people. But, like, the portfolio that he was building now is worth $215 million. He was on crypto early. He was one of the few Black urban voices that was on that heavy. Like, he would have been him and I, I think Kobe would have been the two greatest investors in this era, hands down, because they saw it so early. Two years is not a long enough period to truly mature what maximum profit potential is. 
Like when you look at the long-term horizon, mo- mo- you can get a two or 300,000 percent return on some companies if you hold for the 30. But they tricked us and like, that's boring as hell. You're not going to be able to have fun. Let us do that shit, though. Let us. Like, Les Moonves didn't give up on CBS in two or three years. Two years is a short period of time. But if you are going to trade, take 80% of that money and put in the long term if, if you want to be happy and be free. And we also talked about, um, great question. Thank you, brother. Um, also, uh, Ian, when you was on my um, group chat call for financial planning that was at university, and we had a conversation, and I was saying for my own personal portfolio, you know, I do options and I do long-term. And um, what I've done uh, previously this year um, with XLK and XLY specifically is um, I sold my XLK and XLY 2022 options and I put the money into XLK and XLY stock. Long term, um, yep. Long term. So, you know, so I still have options, but I've, I've, I've done that a few times where it's like, okay, I'll make a nice profit from the option and then I'll, and then I'll put the money into the stock. Um, so that's a strategy as well. But uh, I, yeah, I think that's the only strategy if you guys really, like you guys say you want to flip. A lot of y'all just want to get enough money going to date and clap. I'm, everything that you want will come to you if you put focus on mastery. Because after a while, even all those pleasures won't mean anything. Partially, that's why a lot of men in the 32 to 41 range, and here we can talk about this too, like how many brothers you've seen, they haven't hit their peak potential. And the pressure and disappointment that comes from that is manifested in frustration towards others. Yes, definitely. There you have it. Ian, a life coach. He's more than a, he's more no, than. I'm a, just telling you what I went through <laughs> and what I did. I don't want to coach nobody. I'm good. I got my baby Xander. Go to bed. I don't want to coach right, nobody. What's that show called? Cool? Fix my life. Ian, I think you might have a career. Fix fix my life with Ian Dunlap. Nah, I'm good on that. Hard, I do the voice of work though. The hard truth for Ian. I, I think that's that's a new. Hard part. truth is good though. Hard truth. The hard that's good. Truth. Hold on, write that down. <laughs> We're gonna split the royalties on the name away. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good the name. Hard, the hard truth. I like that. I like yeah, that. I like that. I like that. Oh man! All right. Let's, idea? let's let's get a couple more questions if we can. Hey, are you going EP or what? We what are we doing? No, I like it. I'm, I'll, you, we'll that break equity, I'll get, cover all costs. We do, that show will come on right after you got on the Van Zandt show. So she'll be sure. And then you come with the slap, you know, right afterwards. You know, that'd be nice. All right, guys. So I'm going to go to a female earner. We have a lot of guys with their hands raised, but Melinda White, I see you. I mean, yourself, we're coming to you. Hey, Queen, how are you? Hey, oh, fridge break. Hope not. Uh-oh. Hope not. We tried to, we tried to get Let's go to another queen. All right. So, Melita Campbell, unmute yourself. Hello? There yeah, we how, are you? how are you? Hey, can you guys hear me well? Because I got y'all on my TV right now. Oh, yeah. Yes. We good. We good. We good. We good. Oh, all right. Can you turn so, it down? Turn it down? Yeah. Yeah, because I got it. Hold on, let me just turn off the streaming real quick because it's, it's streaming off my phone to my TV so I can watch on this on a big screen. Okay. Hello? Yeah, is it better now? Yes. Yeah. All right. So, honestly, I, you know, I, I could have a million and one questions and, I, of course, I appreciate everybody on this platform um, that, you know, is sharing their knowledge because y'all guys don't have to. And I know y'all hear, I hear that a lot, but it's, it's some real shit. But, um, 
Um, I have a few things real quick I wanted to say because I have my own clothing line and I'm, I'm going to be at InvestFest um, and I'm um, vendoring. So I'm going to DM you guys to ask y'all for your sizes as far as shirts go. So look out for that. I don't know if y'all want to put it in the chat or not, but I need everybody's sizes. Janet, you you as well, because I'm bringing y'all some merch. Extra large. Extra large. Yeah, let me get extra large. Give first. Th that's a great way to come in. What is your site? Um, actually, I'm working on that because I'm doing this by myself. And I was with a group before and we not, we not, you know, I have to, all of my funds is coming from me. So, you know, I live in the projects in Brooklyn, Canarsie right now. Um, shout out to Big, uh, Pop Smoke. But yeah, I'm, I'm living in Brooklyn. So long story short, I don't, I'm working on that right now. I'm trying to What's get it What's your IG name then so we can get you it's, some promo? It's Young, so Y-O-U-N-G. I'm going to put it in the chat as well. Underscore Nation, underscore 19. That's when I came out, when I'm 19. Um, nice. But yeah, that's my IG. Um, I'm, I'm shaking move, but I just want everybody sizes and stuff like that. But um, now Hill, Hill, Harp, Hill Harper, I, um, I downloaded your... Uh, your um wallet crypto yep. wallet but for some reason it's not letting me pass a certain step and i'm like trying to i don't know if i could connect it to my um my young nation donate don't name in crypto because i got a don't name in crypto but i have to claim it in order for me to start receiving it, money did you go through the kyc process did you put in all the information like you know your driver's license and all that stuff or, or no. you got stopped there yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to give them too much information. No. Okay. And so, as you go through the process, sometimes there there, there are some friction points, and you just got to reach out to support. We have unlike unlike Coinbase, we have <laughs> lot, we got live people that you could deal with because we we understand. I the one thing that we're trying to do is provide really good customer service because we feel like if we can give that could be a differentiator for us, right? The the tech itself. Pricing can be a differentiator. We're trying to come in less expensive, but but but, but obviously we're not as big and well-funded as Coinbase, but but they don't have live people you can talk to, uh, but we can provide that. And so if, if you want to reach out to support or shoot an email, I can have somebody or DM me. I can have somebody from our, our we call it the customer success team, somebody from our customer success team reach out to you and sort of walk you through the process. I don't, since, you know, obviously I don't know where you're getting hung up in that Funnel, right. but right. um but we can have somebody walk you through that process if necessary um because obviously it, it can get a little it can get i'll be honest i hate it's the sticky. fact that we have to kyc and sometimes if the name doesn't match the driver's license or the government ID, it kicks it out there's all these different little things that get kicked out and and that's not us meaning the, the, the KYC process being handled by another company. And so at the end of the day, um, you know, we're trying to solve these problems for everybody because there are little friction points that can be sticky. And, and I want to solve them. I, I wish that you wouldn't have to do because, you know, but, but what we're trying to do is make sure that we don't have any fraud or, or, or problematic things happening on our platform. Because you know how it is. As soon as something like that happens... You know how they will do. They'll come after us. We're, we're trying to keep it as clean as we can. So we're literally checking every box, crossing every T, doing it like every single right way. Um, so the customer success team can just help get you through that. Shoot me a DM. 
and I'll help. I'll connect you with somebody to, to get okay. that sorted. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. But y'all still haven't talked about the grid bot. Ian, I, I was on here a few, maybe a two months ago or something like that. And I was like, yo, the grid bot, because I'm into that and I've been into it since April. And I've been seeing some, some money coming in. It's just that I don't have a lot of money into it. So I just want to know y'all opinion on it because you guys are so involved. And honestly, I'm running two businesses, so it's kind of hard for me to really like get okay, myself. But I am from it. it. Yeah, it's called Three Commas, and it's a grid bot. It's all for three commas, and it's a it's a grid bot, and you invest in um, Bitcoin and USDT, something. Yeah, my boy yeah. Al's put me onto it. So, what kind of return are you seeing from it? Like I put, I'm I'm not really a percentage person, like, yeah. but I put in I put in like twelve. Um, but of course you got to buy certain things. So I put in 1200, 1200 and I, I already got back almost a thousand since April. Oh, DM me right now. We'll make some shit. All right. Tomorrow. I'm definitely going to. Yeah. All right. But I appreciate y'all. I'm going to DM y'all so I get y'all sizes and I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I can't wait to see y'all in person. And yeah, let's keep I running this up. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to Brooklyn. Shout out to the floors. Canarsie, rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Uh, yes, Brooklyn people, never afraid to ask for what they want. Gotta love it. Hill Harper, I know you are a Brooklyn transplant, so. Yes. No place like Brooklyn. Um, okay, so let's do this before before the show's over. I want to do a giveaway in honor of uh, all of the people that's been very supportive of Market Mondays for over two, well, over a year. Um, so, okay, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> Don't put your cash app in. Don't, no. No cash apps, please. <laughs> no, no. All right, here's what we're going to do. So we have 50 tickets to give away for InvestFest, um, general admission tickets for Saturday and Sunday. Um, so you are going to DM our administrative assistant, Abdullah. His, his uh, Instagram is valid underscore S-O-W. I pinned it. I just pinned it in, in, um, in the YouTube section. Valid underscore S-O-W. DM him on Instagram with the word. bad for his DMs. Ticket. <laughs> first come, first serve. DM him the word ticket. Man. First come, first serve. 50 tickets we are giving. But please only DM him if you are in Atlanta or you can definitely make the event. Don't DM him if you're in Alaska. You know how people do it. It's free to like, yeah. oh, I'm in Afghanistan. I'm going to go like, please if you cannot make it because you're going to take away a seat from somebody that actually does want to be there. Um, so please only DM him if you can definitely make it or if you are in Atlanta. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, valid ASO. Valid underscore A-S-O-W. So let me, let me repin it. Um, yeah. Valid underscore a S O W DM your life away. All right. Um, okay. Gentlemen, it has been an honor and a pleasure. Um, if we can talk about, I want to, I want to, uh, get you guys opinion on another crypto, uh, Cardano, A D A. I know Ian, that's something that, you know, you have uh, spoken about. I think uh, a young woman from your group actually came. Yeah. On. Kayla came on and talked about it. And to be real, she was one of the first black people to speak on Cardano. Yeah. Okay. So, so how do you, how do you feel? Cause I'm actually invested in Cardano. Also it's another coin that I got in um, 2017. 
Uh, Hill, are you are you into all coins or are you just strictly Bitcoin? I I I I, I stick my toe in them. Let's say that I don't. Um, it's not a primary investment. Not a primary. It's kind of just fun. It's fun to do, and I enjoy it with all coins. But it's not what I see as the as the primary because there's just too much risk. It's too too risky. I, I think risk management has to be part of your investment. Everyone always wants to talk upside, 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 but risk management is just as important and, and more important. And if, okay, you go from 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 me as mouth. And so when you talk about altcoins, there's just fewer people to buy it on the way down, and 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 so it's just less money is catching it, and and establishing a floor on the way down, and and so. You know, it's just like to me. In many cases, now Cardano's a little different, right? Cardano, Much different. There's, there's some, there's some real value there. Yeah. Um. So, so I'm not lumping Cardano into the space moons and the Shibu Inus and the Doges and and that and the, the, there's a meat there's the meme coin side and then there's coins that actually have fundamentals. Cardano is one of those. So, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm not saying they're all exactly the same in any way, shape or form. You got to remember there's over 9,200 cryptos out there. And it sounds like there's going to be 9,201 when that EYL coin comes. So, so, <laughs> so there you go. So, but, but here's the deal. I like Cardano. I like it. Okay. And so it's just that when I compare where I need, where I need to put the money I have for the space, I, it still doesn't win for me, for me, and the way I'm approaching the space, and and so I'm not approaching it from a trading mentality. I'm approaching it from what Ian was talking about, the 30 years, in fact, never sell mentality. Yeah. So so here's here's my thing. I never want to sell. My Bitcoin. My Bitcoin is going to go to my son, and hopefully that's going to be passed on. I see Bitcoin the same way wealthy families buy these old historic mansions. You think that they sell, get jump in and out of them to create liquidity? No, they take out money on the equity of the value on the on the Black Wall Street platform. In the future, you'll be able to put up your Bitcoin and get a loan for that, for equity of your Bitcoin, right? You can already do it on BlockFi. Point is you, you'll be able to put it on our platform as we grow and iterate. The goal to me is to get as many people holding Bitcoin and then creating liquidity pathways with their holding of it and never sell it. And so it's just a different mindset um, that I'm approaching it with a little differently. But do I like Cardano? Yes. Do I hold some Cardano? Yes. But, but but when it gets into the altcoin space, the way I see it kind of, there's a little bit of that pink sheets, penny stock gambling element to it that, you know, I'd rather go to Vegas and gamble because at least I get a free drink and get to look at some pretty women while I'm gambling. You know? <laughs> so, 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 so that's just a, a different approach. But I don't know if it's a different space. I agree, you know, so listen, when you, Bitcoin, Ethereum. Okay, so those are the, the the heavyweights, and then you have the XRPs of the world, the Cardano. You you know you 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 have polka dots. You you have um, uh, 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 
Well, there's there's a few others. I don't want to go down a whole list of everything that I hold because I think that that's not that's not a good thing to do. But but at the end of the day, I hold more than just that. So I'm not one of these Bitcoin only people. And if you're in anything but Bitcoin, you're actually you know horrible. That's that's not my position. Uh, but if you're deciding if from a standpoint of scarcity in terms of where to put your money in the space, go to Bitcoin first. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I, I think it should be a part of the mix. Bitcoin is definitely the foundation. I will say this about uh, Cardano. Shout out to Queen Kayla for uh, calling it out. Because I, th- I mean, if you, I think when she talked about it, it was at 122. You guys would almost double your money. I mean, I, I told you guys the price of 103, gave it away for free. Um, if you guys love Ethereum, like we just saw the versus battle. If you like Jada and Styles put out a project, arguably you can go back and forth about who's better. It's a damn shame that Charles and Vitaly couldn't get along long enough to work on one project. Go do your research. So I'll say this on the record. I want to say when Cardano gets to $9.22, I want to come back and be like, hey, Brother Hill was on. Crystal ball. Give it a few years. If you're holding for a long-term period, it should be a fourth or fifth asset in the crypto space that you're looking at, but it's going to have a nice run. I'll say that. I'll say that. I agree. I completely agree. There you have it. And that's something, too, that people need to realize before we before we wrap up is uh, there was a coin a few years ago. I think it was SALT, something like that. Um, and a friend of mine was telling me about when it was like it allows you to start lending. That was the first time I heard about um mm-hmm lending bitcoin um but it makes a lot of sense because it's like and that's why the word cryptocurrency is kind of misleading because why would i want to exchange or give up something that i think is going to go up in value um so unless it's a stable coin i don't want to i'm not going to use bitcoin to go to the movies it makes no sense um so it's like you have these bitcoins you don't necessarily want to sell it but you still might need money to actually live, and especially if it goes up in value, you can realize also um, lending, lending Bitcoin is something that I think uh, just lending crypto in general is, is very interesting to me because um, you still keep it and then you can earn some interest on it. And um, you just, you know, you have some liquidity in the short term, but you're not actually selling it as opposed to, you know, where it's just like, all right, you got, you know, a profit and you just sell it and then you just back at zero then you got to buy it again then you kind of you know it's like a hamster wheel you can keep your cryptocurrency and lend it out and create liquidity and still keep the ownership so that's something that's interesting everybody everybody needs liquidity right and so the the payday lending industry is a 300 billion dollar industry y'all and where do they locate most of the pay, brick and mortar payday lenders uh black latino and outside of military bases that's where they are just look where they located look where they are they're stealing money out of our community that if we just took literally the money that's being literally taken out in the 14, 18, 22, 24%, people paying 500, 600% over the course of their life in, in, in over the course of one loan. If we repurpose that just into a percentage of that into an ascending value asset class that you can create liquidity off of, just look how powerful that could be. Because when we talk, you cannot have social justice without economic justice. When we've been talking about, whether we're talking about police brutality, mass incarceration, 
uh, education gaps, healthcare disparities. There's one thing that the communities that are hit the hardest have in common by all those is economic fragility and poverty. If we solve the money problem, we actually solve those other problems. And so this money discussion, this stuff that we're talking about is real. It's not just about get rich quick. This is about long-term financial foundational stuff that has been plaguing our community. And if we solve many of these foundational issues, we actually solve the other problems. 90% of the stuff that young brothers get locked up for is money related. Yeah. If we solve the money and opportunity problem for them, they're not doing that activity anymore. And, and, and that solves that problem. And so we got to think globally in terms of what we're trying to do and how we're doing it. And everybody absolutely needs liquidity, but there's a smart way to get it. And the smart way to get your liquidity is to hold an asset long-term and let the assets value create your liquidity. That's, that's it. I mean, Ian just broke it down 30 years, hold your Bitcoin for 30 years and see what happens to your family's wealth. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, another stellar market Mondays. Uh, thank you brothers for joining us. Um, what would you like to leave the people with before we uh, exit stage left? Joe, you can go first, brother. I appreciate you. Well, Andrea Hall just wrote in the chat, MLK was assassinated after he started speaking about economics. It's so true. The way we empower our community is to economically empower our community. And the way we're going to lift each other up is to actually create microeconomies where we're supporting each other and collaborating. Ian said at the very beginning, this is about collaboration. There is nobody out there that looks like me that's in comp I'm in competition with. I want to support every brother, every sister out there, whatever your business is. That young sister from Brooklyn and her t-shirt business, I want to support that. I, I want to support everything Ian does. I want to support everything Troy Rashad do. Everything, because here's the deal. If, if, if it's not us, then who? Because there are no other folks that are going to have our back when, 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 it, when it all goes wrong. We have to have each other's backs. And if you look historically, the reason why I named it the Black Wall Street is because if you think about it historically, they created group economic prosperity through collective economics, recirculation of the black dollar. And all we're trying to do on this platform is recirculate the black digital dollar. So I, I say, God bless to everybody. Please check out the wallet. Please give me feedback about it. Let me know what I can improve it. Tell me, Hill, add a button, add a picture. I don't care what you tell me. Just <laughs> tell me how to make it better. And feedback is critical. So thank you. Um, I want to tell you guys, I love you. I appreciate you dearly. Um, call somebody that you love, man. Like, Life is crazy. Please make time to call five friends, five family. Voice note is my thing, but like FaceTime, communicate. And also too, for those of you are watching, if I ever made you money, put a dollar sign in chat and go out, download this brother's app. I'm not an investor in the company, not yet, because my brother ain't let me buy in yet. But if you are, if I've ever done anything to help you, look to invest in crypto through his platform as a favor to me. That's all I ask you tonight. Thank you, thank you. Of course. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, Invest Fest giveaway. We are giving away 50 tickets to Invest Fest. DM valid underscore A S O W, our assistant Abdullah. DM him the word ticket. And the first 50 people that do that will gain access to Invest Fest. 
but please make sure that you can actually attend InvestFest. Mm -hmm. That is extremely, extremely important because tickets are almost sold out and we wanted to, like I said, just show some appreciation, but it makes no sense to um, give a ticket to somebody that can't make it. So please, please only DM him if you can actually make it. Um, can I say one last question? Yes. I, I, you're doing great on the tech side too. I want to give you props. Um, <laughs> you, know, you, you always don't have the most lines in the movie or maybe even in, in some of the TV shows, but you are like, you've mastered how to kindly steal scenes, right? So I'm, I'm preparing for InvestFest. I've been working on it for three weeks. Can you please tell a brother some of your secrets on like stage or on the camera, how you're able to eat up that space to be like the most memorable person in a scene and or movie? Man, it's amazing. <laughs> you asked that question. Thank you, brother. Yo, when I was doing He Got Game with Denzel, it was early in my career. And I asked him that same question. And he was always like, he was always like, do something small that no one's expecting you to do. So I don't know what that means to you for InvestFest, okay. but do something. But I, hey, I was doing a play with somebody one time and I had this big monologue and they were supposed to be in the back of the stage. And this dude went back in the back of the stage and he decided he was going to be making a T, but he was like doing it and dropping. I was turning around this moment like, I got a big moment here. And he's like stealing the scene by making yeah. T. So I wouldn't suggest making T while someone else is talking, but, but uh, I think you got it, brother. See, see, so, but you, you actually, yeah, real talk, you just gave me an idea. Hadn't thought of this. Number one, I absolutely want you guys uh, as investors in, we haven't actually taken on any investment money yet because there's, uh, you know, there's an old adage in tech. If you start taking on money too early, you're giving away so much of the company by the end of the multiple rounds, you, you don't know much of the company anymore. Yeah. And so if you can avoid it, you do, but you made me realize something just, just now it might be interesting, and it's something I'd love to talk to you both about. It might Tell be me what to mail it. I'll send it tomorrow. Well, <laughs> maybe I wonder if we should do a Reg CF. Like, let the whole community in. That'd be incredible. Uh, <laughs> uh, Complications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me send mine okay. off. All right, sorry. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. But text me. I'll send it off right. tomorrow. Okay, I'll send you <laughs> Yes. <laughs> now, a word from our sponsor before we uh, close. For sure, like, damn, you should have went over. Wayne Hill sent out the things so we can invest. He said, y'all DM valid at, well, what's my man's IG? Don't DM me. <laughs> he was saying we was going to invest in the Black Wall Street app. And you hit the hey, I'll chill. Just wait. Sweet. <laughs> we can figure it out. We Man. do it the same time the EYL, EYL coin comes on the platform. <laughs> Man. Oh man, it's always a pleasure, man. Uh, let me say this before we leave. Uh, this episode of Market Mondays is brought to you by Ally Financial, Ally is an option. If you are looking to bank or invest, Ally Financial is leading digital financial services company with passionate customer service and innovative financial solutions. They are relentlessly focused on doing it right and being trusted in financial service provider, both customers and communities. Get with Ally and make the most of the money you yeah. can save, invest, and spend on things that matter to you. You know, I used to get nervous in the class when the teacher used to make me read. So I came a long way. Um, 
I'm extremely proud of myself. I used to have a high level of anxiety reading out loud. Um, so and with tech, and you did great tonight. Yes, clap it up for you. Yes, yes, yeah, you yes. clap it up for you. No, no hitches, no, no glitches. Audio was good. See, told you. Well, we got Mike. We got Mike here. Shout out, Mike. How you doing, Mike? Get on camera. Shout out to Mike. Come on, brother. Hi, Mike. <laughs> My guy. I appreciate you. We got Mike here, man. He had to, he had to uh, open the computer for me. If not, I would have done market money for my iPhone. I'm not sure how that would have worked out with trying to bring you guys on. But uh, luckily, Mike was in town, so he can uh, actually set me up. Uh, so we got it done. But uh, yes, this is very important. Once again, shout out to my brother, Troy, who is here with Love us you, in spirit. Um, he couldn't make it today. This is his first absent. You know, if anybody knows, Troy used to be a teacher and he was never absent. He used to go to school every single day. Like he never used his sick days or anything. So very rare that Troy misses a day of work. This is a very rare occasion. So shout out to my brother, Troy. The band is not breaking up. Don't worry. You will see That's him. You will see him back. Um, but yeah, shout out to Troy and shout out to Janet. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Ian. Uh, everybody uh, did a little bit extra today to um, carry Make the workload. And shout out to Hill, man. Hill Harper is a great, great guy. You know, when me and Troy went to LA, the first, the last time we went to LA, the first thing we did was meet with him, and we had um, lunch in Beverly Hills. He, he, Bel Air, Bel Air, It was an amazing. <laughs> it was an amazing situation. I didn't. I, I didn't know you both were going to order the lobster salad. <laughs> this seventy-five dollar a piece lobster salad. Yeah. Hey, listen, I got you. I got you. Uh, no, nah, but Hill is a really, really down earth guy. Once again, so yeah, definitely support his platform. Mm -hmm. um, download the app if you're interested in learning about cryptocurrency or buying cryptocurrency, uh, especially Bitcoin. Make sure, I mean, and you can diversify as well. Like, you know, sometimes you might have um, a couple of different brokerages accounts or a couple of different bank accounts. So you might want to have Ethereum on a different platform or you might have XRP on a different platform. But if you're in crypto, I think you should definitely have Bitcoin and most people have Bitcoin. So why not have it? Um, the Black Wall Street. Why not? Yeah, and I know I saw a lot of you putting it like, yo, do it for the culture in regards to the investing. Invest into him because he's been for the culture. Before it was popular to talk about investing long term, like go look at, go Google right now what books he put out when Obama was like getting butt like he's been doing this. This isn't a quick hustle for him. He's been talking about this for a long time and pouring into our community. And once again, um, rest in peace, Nipsey. But you can't say that you love Nip and you wish you could have seen him mature and then turn around and not support him. Mm. Support this man's platform and a yeah. platform fire too. You guys know I don't endorse nothing unless I love it. So, what you were, I, you, you was President Obama's roommate, right? Oh, we were classmates. We were never roommates. We played ball together all the time. Okay. Uh, oh man, come on. He's okay. older. He's older than me. I'm younger. I'm quicker. I'm a better <laughs> shot and better athlete. It wasn't even. He's he the only thing. He's just taller than me. He's got long arms. He's left-handed. He's a little deceptive, but slow, slow is like, <laughs> a, like, like slow like mud. Slow like. How was he? How does he feel about crypto? You know what? Um, I don't know because you know I haven't actually spoken to him specifically about crypto. Um, you know, it's one of those things where. 
I just, it's not something that to come up, you know, yeah. I mean, just had his birthday and I mean, it's just, yeah, he's doing, he's doing pretty well. They just broke ground on his library literally today or this week, I believe oh, wow. uh, in Chicago. So things are, things are looking good. Uh, is that uh, High Park? Yeah, I, 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 it's somewhere on the South side. I'm not exactly sure where I know it's about 12 acres, like 12 to 15 acres, like wow. a big, a big site. And, uh, and then, uh, he's, he's got a house he's building over in Hawaii. So things are, things are good. Things are good. There you have it. Yeah. All right, brother. It's been an honor. I will see you next week at invest fest. Um, I'm looking forward to that, man. Thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you like the video. Make sure that you subscribe on the podcast outlets. Tell a friend to tell a friend and make sure you yeah, check share out with five friends. Yeah. Yep. Earn your leisure tomorrow. We got a dope episode. Um, all right, guys. Peace. Stock Club calling out. Love you. Rashad, you did a great job. Your anxiety great did show. Rashad, you did. On the boards. Mike, I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate Rashad. magic happening. I appreciate it, gentlemen. Thank you. All right. Peace, peace. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about. In your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit score grows, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or home. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Bill Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.